Tara. And I'm Austin. And we're a married couple. And we are back to lovingly snark on Hallmark's Countdown to Christmas lineup for the 2021 season. Year three. Year three coming in strong. It's year three. We have three kids now. Oh my gosh. Since last year, guys, we've been on hiatus. Um, We are foster parents and we have a placement of three under five years old right now. So we have never more needed to just like put them all to bed, grab a glass of jingle and joy and escape into some Christmas. (laughs) It's so true. I, I didn't know how much I needed this until until right now. And of course, it's still Halloween outside of our house because we have all of our Halloween inflatables out. But inside the house, I'm in my Christmas jammies. Yeah. You're not, but you don't really have Christmas jammies. I save my Christmas jammies for Christmas time. Um, But my TV for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday oh from now <laughs> until Christmas it's and so through Christmas. so many movies, y'all. <laughs> so many. I can't believe they're doing this just Friday, they Saturday, doing, and Sunday yeah, now. Yeah. We are only probably going to be able to do one, maybe two, if there's something that we really got to talk about. <laughs> but like, y'all, this year Hallmark is doing three movies a weekend and then movies and mysteries is only doing one. So instead of having two on each and we only really have to worry about the main channel movies, we have three movies, which I can respect from Hallmark standpoint. It makes sense from a viewership, but as a podcast, no, thank you. So (laughs) tired by Thanksgiving. (laughs) I mean, we like watching the movies, but it's, uh, it's a lot. Okay. So tonight we have premiere number one coming in strong with Danica McKellar. It's a Danica McKellar movie on the first one. It's amazing. It is you, me, and the Christmas trees tonight. And so um, let's find out what this one's about. So I pulled up the little blurb Mm -hmm. and then we'll talk about our predictions that we've made off of this blurb. And we have the little blurb. We also have like a little one minute long preview thingy. So, but we'll just read the blurb for you. So what does that say, Austin? An arborist falls in love with a farmer as she tries to save his trees before the town tree lighting. Right. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. And this is all we know about this one because we did not get a candy cam special this year. I'm so disappointed. I wanted to make fun of Christmas balls again this year. We didn't didn't even know until yesterday what the full lineup is. So we're bringing you the best we've got. And these are the best predictions that we have. So my prediction, since we're trying to save the Christmas trees and we are an arborist, at some point Danica McKellar is going to reach her fingers into the dirt and like sift the dirt for, through her fingers <laughs> to like be one with the earth to figure out what is plaguing plaguing the trees. I, I can see it right now. It's going to happen. Um, I think that we're going to get a nod to pollution, but we're not going to outright and co- like come out outright and say this is climate change because it's hallmark and while we can have a scientist we can't talk about real science right i think it's not actually going to be pollution that is killing the trees but just vaguely not being in the christmas spirit whatever that means i think that sounds accurate for hallmark so good good guess there um i think because this is a love story it's a hallmark movie centered around christmas she's a scientist she's going to have to move her science closer for this relationship to last so like kind of when you when they open a bakery in the town and they like buy a storefront like i'm gonna open a bakery she's gonna be like i'm gonna open a lab yeah the the town lab yeah the town lab (laughs) 
<laughs> that everyone could go to. Yeah. And then everybody will stop in. All right. That's cute. <laughs> um, my next prediction is that because they mentioned that this is the fourth generation Christmas tree farm and the guy's dad, I think, has passed away. Or maybe I'm just predicting that he will pass away. And with that, at some point in the movie, he will say, my dad would have known what to do. You know, all these trees are dying. I'm feeling overwhelmed. But if dad were here, he'd have solved this. He'd and know what to do. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm going to go bold, Tara. Oh, no. Is it? For, first first no. movie of the season. Gazebo Watch 2021 starts. I the believe we're going to get a Zebo. So for those of you that are not familiar, we do Gazebo Watch. I think we've mostly done this on our Twitter, but maybe we've done it in predictions in the past. But it's kind of like a baby pool where you're predicting like when we're going <laughs> to see the first gazebo of the season. And Austin is that that's a bold one to come in and say it's going to be They're the first They're starting movie. with Danica. Why not go Danica plus gazebo? Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think how many movies we even saw it in last year. And it was like the same it could one. Be. It, it's, it's the same gazebo <laughs> because we know that there's like one town they film all of these movies in. And Austin wants to see his old friend gazebo. Gazebo. <laughs> gazebo. <laughs> it's a gazebo, but its name it's is gazebo. It's been so long. All right. Well, maybe we will. I, I don't know. I don't know about that one. All right, let's find out what happens. All right, we got our jingle and our joy queued up. We're kicking back and we will be back at you when this movie is over to tell you what we thought. All right, we are back after the first movie and I'm already so tired. (laughs) (laughs) It's late. Yes. So we are going to start with a summary. We're going to try this season. We're going to try to God help us for a long do a minute long summary, because we know that for those of you that have seen it, you know, it happened. And for those of you who didn't, you don't care about B plots and C plots. So we're going to try to give you the gist of this movie, which is about Christmas trees and you and me. So yeah, you, me and the Christmas trees starring Danica McKellar as Olivia Arden. Yep. And Benjamin Ayers as Jack, Jack Connor. So, ja- oh, he uh, he had a last name. I didn't because it's write Connor's the- Christmas tree. Oh, Connor's Christmas trees. Okay, so Danica McKellar is called in to help. Okay, <laughs> Olivia is called in <laughs> to help Jack with his Christmas tree farm. All of the trees, as soon as they are cut, the needles are falling off. So she arrives in town after a meet cute in a traffic circle where they accidentally hit each other's cars to help him use the scientific method to figure out what might be possibly plaguing these trees so that they can host their tree as the tree for the town Christmas tree lighting on Christmas Eve. Throughout that, they are also doing Christmassy things and falling in love as they figure out that the trees are being sabotaged by, well, only one tree was being sabotaged by a competing Christmas tree farmer. And that person is dealt with. The tree is lit. They fall in love. The end. Everything is happy. (laughs) Christmas is happening. The end. There we go. That was pretty good. So yeah, this one has a pretty basic hallmarky plot. I so would, I was gonna say, I think what's important to note in their scientific method is like they never actually figure out what's making the trees die, but they figure out a way to keep them from dying as fast. Right. So the the idea is that they figure out that it's gotta be something in the DNA. They kind of isolate it to that. That it can't be any other factor, and it's gonna take multiple weeks to get the DNA results back. But until then they can kind of keep the the tree things from falling off so they can get through the tree lighting and 
then in the future solve the problem so that next year all of his trees aren't dying and having to try to give refunds to all of his customers, which right. is the big issue this year. So they do figure out some of it, but Hallmark does not have to commit to actually explaining <laughs> why something like this would happen to Christmas trees. <laughs> Convenient. Right. And the big tree that's for the town Christmas tree lighting wasn't the DNA issue because they had figured out a solution to keep it alive. They were putting these tablets in the tree to give it extra <laughs> nutrients to keep the, it was getting nutrients from the soil. And then when they cut it off, it's no longer getting those. So it drops the needles and the Alka-Seltzer tablets were giving it those nutrients and they thought they were good. Until someone throws a bunch of what weed killer all mm -hmm. over the tree in the yep. middle of the night. Because then, of course, it would drop all of its yeah. needles. Well, so. they turn really brown to make them think. Anyway, so let's talk about our predictions and which ones came true. Like none of them. Well, here's where I'll give us some points. She did move her science lab to... Like she, she was like, oh, she's at. She a, brought it in a suitcase? She Is brought it in a suitcase. No, but she didn't, she's not going to science. To be at the farm with him. Yeah. But, yeah, but she's like next door at UConn. But UCon. she didn't buy a storefront of science in the town. So no. I don't think we get to count that one. Okay, the one fine. that we do get to count is I do think we can say that not being in the Christmas spirit killed the trees because <laughs> we had a villain who was sabotaging the trees, which is very much okay, not in the Christmas You keep thinking spirit. he sabotaged all the trees. He sabotaged, he sabotaged one, one tree. tree. I, then it counts for a tenth of a point. Okay. Mm -hmm. A tenth of a, a tenth point. Of the trees that died were because <laughs> someone sabotaged them because they weren't in the Christmas spirit. And I'm sad to report there was no gazebo. There was no gazebo. Gazebo Watch 2021 is still in effect. We have not yet spotted a gazebo. We are in a gazebo warning, uh, so it's probable um, <laughs> within the Christmas season. Yeah, but like <laughs> the thing, the thing with the father, she did put a soil sample into a baggie, but she didn't sift it through her fingers. Um, there was definitely a lot of talk about dad and like preserving what dad would want for the farm, but not like dad would have known what to do with this. No, so. but dad was definitely like, you won't do anything other than my Christmas father trees. would be rolling in his grave. If he knew you put a mango farm on my Christmas <laughs> tree farm, it's not Connor's mangoes. It's Connor's Christmas trees. So yeah, dad apparently has business is not business minded at all. He's, he's completely nostalgic and tied to Christmas and nothing else. Okay. Sparks. Sparks. Because we're going to start with the positive, we right? We like to start off with what we liked. We want to appreciate that there is a reason that we spend so much time watching these movies. Even though we have a lot of snarks. I mean, it's like a three to one ratio of snarks to sparks. I but that's, have, a, that's a good movie to us. I have. Yeah, that's typical. And I actually enjoy the snarking. I do too. A lot. So that's why I'm here. That's why our <laughs> podcast is called Hallmark Snark. <laughs> so my first spark... We have, in this movie, a real villain. That's right. We, it's the first time we've actually had someone to yeah. hate. Yes. So the the town, the other competing Christmas tree farm guy, I don't remember his name, but he is the guy that, oh, he was Dwayne in the movie. Yeah, because we thought he was Dwight we for a long time. We call him Dwight on Twitter. <laughs> but he, the actor, is the guy who played Kevin's older brother on The Wonder Years. So Danica McKellar was... What's her name on that movie? Winnie. Winnie. <laughs> and he's he's the guy that was the older brother. And so he's he's doing the competing Christmas tree farm and he is rude. He is clearly in competition and he is actually sabotaging so that his tree can be the tree used for the lighting. And he does it with twin 
villain henchmen. It's the best thing I've ever seen. They're twillins, y'all. They're twillins. And they have this truck with like, um, like what? what Excessive what? amounts of weed killer. Right. Like right in the back. And Danica McKellar just is like, let me get a selfie with you guys. I love that you're doing this. And like captures both of them. And like <laughs> great detective work there. I love that it was real villains actually doing real bad things at christmas yeah That's it wasn't just like new. a like oh i'm just eager to like be a successful christmas tree farmer he was like i will ruin you yeah he for was the big tree light dishonesty yeah. i mean that's that's a big thing so i appreciated that i gotta say i think also uh one of my big sparks is this is like one of the first danica mckiller movies that i enjoyed mm-hmm. i don't usually i always find her movies a little challenging to get into because it's always just her overacting the mm-hmm. the male leads and i felt like the reason it worked was because there was actually good chemistry i believed right. in this couple right because we've now seen movies with both of these actors in them before so last year it was that one where he was the divorce they were divorced and they got back together this is the, cr- the cranberry christmas the cranberry christmas and so he was in that one i didn't necessarily love him in that mm-hmm. one and both of the danica mckellars in the previous two years have fallen completely i was very excited about them because i like yeah. her um, and they fell completely flat so it was great to see them together and having good chemistry yeah. at least like friendship actor chemistry yeah. even if not like like kissy kissy chemistry but i think they had that too so. well i think it was also there was just some more subtlety to like and a nuance to their relationship in the small things that they would do that built up clearly just a positive vibe between these two mm-hmm. people that i could see quickly moving into a romantic i bought it mm-hmm. i enjoyed it the small things and the subtlety of the performance made it more believable within the realm of it being a hallmark christmas movie and i think a big reason it worked here too there like we'll get to it later in our snarks there was some conflict between them but most of the (laughs) conflict was just like the trees and whatever was wrong with them and we actually had a villain doing villainous things so when you have an external conflict you're not relying so much on like a weird thing that kills the vibe between your two main characters which i think worked out really well in this movie so Agreed. I also want to mention something else that I really thought was just funny and delightful. So we have a a family friend of Jack Connor. He grew up with them and they have this cidery. So hard cider. And they, he takes Danica over there to meet them. And it there, she's stressed out because she can't figure out what's going on with these trees. And they're like, you know what you need a glass of hard cider. And her response is, it's 8 a.m. in the morning. And they're like, yep. And I felt really seen in that moment, <laughs> recognizing it's sometimes you just need alcohol. Right. And sometimes you need it at a time of day that is not the socially time appropriate for you to have alcohol, especially with family events and holidays. <laughs> uh, and I just thought that was a hilarious, like, letting Hallmark's, like, give it... A little loose. Yeah, a little loose. Like a little drinky drink over here, Hallmark. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> Um, well, my last spark for this movie was finally, who is the writer? Give them kisses. It's actually our favorite writer. Oh, yeah. So this is we were, yes, Julie Sherman Wolf, mm-hmm. who wrote A Royal Holiday. Which One we Royal loved Holiday, last year. Which we loved. Yes. So kisses to you. What's her name? Julie. Julie. Kisses to you, Julie, because I know we've interacted with you on Twitter before. Thank you in this movie for asking the real questions of 
why does this town light the Christmas tree on Christmas Eve? Because that makes no flipping sense. (laughs) And so we wrote that into the movie and there's a whole backstory of like, there's some whole reason why they... There was a crisis and there was a power outage. The town had to come together. It was the Connor Christmas tree. They brought all the decorations. They lit the tree in the town center during this massive like storm thing. And it became a tradition. It's a symbol. And so why? Because these movies like to have the Christmas tree lighting be something related to the climax of the film, which means it has to be happening within five days of Christmas, which makes no sense because every town I've ever lived in and every Christmas tree lighting I've ever seen is happening in November or early December. Like why go through all that trouble to have a Christmas tree lit for a week? It doesn't make any sense. And this movie gave us a reason, even though it was a silly reason. But it it was, it, she asked the, Danica's character asked the question. We got an answer. And to add to that, it was the first like town tree that felt appropriately scaled. It was only a 30 foot tree. Only. And I was like, at least it's not like we, we light the hundred foot tree on we Christmas get this, Eve. We bring in this whole honking hundred foot tree and light it for one night and then, and then what, chop it down and yeah. it's already chopped down, like burn it up and send it home or yep. whatever. Christmas is over. <laughs> that's, that's the flame sound. Oh, setting the tree on fire? You were the one that said it. <laughs> I know. Well, now I realize that's probably, there's a way to light the tree. Ooh, that—that's that, the hallmark and mystery. Watch it go up in flames. <laughs> Christmas in flames. Christmas sabotage. <laughs> we'll write all the hallmark it'll, villain it'll, movies. Well, with all the needles dead, it'll burn real quick. <laughs> oh my goodness! This was like a super fire hazardy movie, wasn't it? Yeah, there's a lot of dead trees. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move into our favorite segment, which is snarks. This is hallmark snark. Yay! We're here for the snarks. And this movie provided. Yes. The the movie gave it the sparks, but it also gave us the plenteth of snarks. <laughs> Old English is snarketh. hard. It's, it's snarketh. snarketh. <laughs> um, because I have I have several. I mean, most of them are little things, but um, you know, in, in true Hallmark fashion, there are just some some moments that stood out for you. All right, let me let me start off with one that and I feel like you're going to maybe give this a spark a little bit. So Danica's character, Olivia, was the chief evergreen horticulturalist at the University of Yukon <laughs> in agri- agricultural department. Yeah. And then also called the Christmas tree whisperer and also called the tree lady and like had a bunch of different names. And I was just like, this is the most made up sounding job ever. And then I was sitting on the couch going, this is the first real job I've ever seen in a Hallmark movie because everybody's like, I don't buy that you can just say, I love baking. So I'm going to be, I'm going to open a bakery and be successful. I do buy that there is somebody sitting at that university because we've got NC State right down the road. And I know how academics are. They specialize in super specific things. And so I absolutely believe that there's a horticulturalist out there that is like, I'm a tree person. And I specifically focus in evergreens. And then, of course, all of the tree whisperer stuff is like, you know, the hokiness around like having a job like that. But I do. There are people that do that kind of work. So I I felt like that was actually pretty believable. But I did say on Twitter, I was like, anybody can be a tree whisperer if you just whisper to the trees. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, tree. I love you, tree. Grow better. Don't die. (laughs) don't be on fire (laughs) christmas in flames 
what's what was one of your top snarks so my snark was and i'm gonna try to go as linearly as i can we'll see how that works out for me but the beginning of the movie i was like what is happening with the cinematography here so they had a moment well it started with this weird gps sequence where the they're showing the gps on their cars as they're trying to get to their meeting and it was really bad little gps graphics but then their cars collided and this the way that they showed the like snow coming up was like a slow-mo shot of the tire with the snow coming up and (laughs) i was like what is happening it was like a cgi tire spinning out in slow-mo it was weird and then it It was was like very off even her like fake bump was like did she just I hit the brakes? I couldn't follow like, what was happening. <laughs> I was like, am I watching The Fast and the Furious? I don't understand like what this shot is, but where like, it came from. But what, like a 12-year-old remaking The Fast right, and the Furious. Right, right. It's 12-year-old on YouTube remaking <laughs> The Fast and the Furious with their mom's like old cell phone. Like, yeah. that's kind of where it went. But it, so it was weird. And then, you know, they got in a car accident in a traffic circle. And that's how we started the movie. Well, and I liked that it was like, are you okay? Oh, it looks like it was just a love tap. More like a love punch. Well, I guess it's fine. And then she tries to drive away and her whole tailpipe falls the off. The whole tailpipe just falls <laughs> off. Like, that's not what would happen as a result of that. But okay, that's how cars work in this movie. Yeah. And then that that is the result that keeps it there for over a week. Right. You know, like, and you know, right, you just, as soon as this happens, you know that there's going to be a delay and a delay and a delay. Now, luckily, they made the delays not all be related to the car repair. It was like, oh, well, we have to stay overnight to see what happens in this experiment. Or, well, now I have to stay for this event. But, um, yeah, we have to have an artificial reason for her to get stuck in this town for a week leading up to yeah, Christmas exactly. Eve. All right. I have a snark. This is a very specific snark, but. It was hilarious. So there's a scene where they are making cocktails and she's got out her like beaker. Like, cause so she's playing in this movie, kind of the nerdy stick up her butt sciencey girl, right? <laughs> like she's a little bit too, like, I'm going to make, I'm doing a cocktail mixing contest. So the Benjamin Ayers character is like, I just throw things in the cup and, and go with my feelings. And I love Christmas and we just, we need to cocoa and not think about our feelings. Oh my God. We cocoa. Yeah. Like he's like, first we cocoa because he's the kind of guy that uses cocoa as a verb. And, and so she's over there making this mixed drink in this scene and she's got her beaker and she's got little science instruments that she's making the drink (laughs) with. And so he, what I did love was that he loses the cocktail contest. They're like, this is terrible because he went with his guts and his feelings and it was wrong. It was so wrong, but hers won. And why it won her secret ingredient was she put a freaking pine needle in the cocktail She sprinkled pine needles in there she put a tree because she's a tree lady she put a tree in the drink so uh, one of uh, and i don't know if this is a spark or a snark i thought it was kind of funny it was like she can taste the soil and things that she drinks oh yes so she's at the cidery and she's like they're like oh we want you to try this we're trying to break the bloody mary mimosa market <laughs> it's like and i want to know is it there a, a hard bloody cider? mary market and mimosa market or are they bloody mary mimosas because that's very confusing. <laughs> I was like, isn't there just a cider market? <laughs> I, was, I was like, what? Why are you branching out? The, those aren't the same. But anyway, she takes a sample and is like, oh, I taste berries and this. And oh, the soil here could be great for this. And she proposes like crops that he should grow on his farm instead of Christmas trees. You can, I'm rolling my eyes right now. Yeah, it's just like, 
all from just like a tiny sip of hard cider. They were like, oh, you have such a well-defined palate. So then when it comes to this mixology contest and she's got her little science beakers and graduated cylinders and she's measuring it all out. I'm just like, she could taste the soil in this. She's like, hmm, this soil once had cherries growing on the eastern miles, side. Three, no, no, four miles away. <laughs> yes. But but overripe cherries. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, that's not. The, the reason I was rolling my eyes there is because throughout the movie, and this is a little nonlinearly, but um the main conflict between them is that she is pushing that the solution to his problem is that he needs to diversify his crops, which makes <laughs> sense, right? That's a good business plan. I'm pretty sure that's like agriculturally sound. I don't know. I'm a librarian, but I assume it's <laughs> agriculturally sound. It sounded like science. Right. It sounds right that you want to have different plants in the soil. And he is like, no, I only grow Christmas trees. And she, they're the reason that they have a fight near the end and that they're kind of grumpy with each other is because she thinks he should diversify his crops and he doesn't want to. And like this whole interaction is crazy because like she has one sip of cider, gets drunk and is just like, you should grow pumpkins and rotate your crops. And he's just like, F you. Uh, my dad is only bust. Christmas trees. And then he's like, my dad always said, you know, jack of all trades, master, master of none. none. And then you know, TikTok has taught me recently because you introduced me to TikTok and I watch it sometimes. And yeah. there's like a soundbite on there that's like, hey, guys, there's a more to that quote, which is still better than a master of none mm -hmm. or like the, the jack of all trades is still better than a master of one. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, and that's called uh, diversifying your crops, buddy. Right. Like your dad is wrong. Uh, He's not here and your farm's going to go under if you don't fix this. So, right. It's 2021. Like we need it. We need to have a better business plan than this. But also like, why is she up in his business telling him to rotate? it? She's like, right, just you've known him for guy. like three days. You're just that you're a scientist from the university coming in. I don't on even like know a if it's been three gig. days at this point with this. Like, I think this is she, like night one She is one going activity. too hard on the like, <laughs> I know best what's what's best for your friend like lay off you're a researcher from a university just do your job and and you know go from there so uh one of the other like small snarks that i had was okay so his trees are dying the needles are falling off they're turning brown people are bringing their trees back to the tree lot mm -hmm. we have this scene where a guy's got his brown <laughs> dusty old tree next to him he's like all oh, the leaves fell off and he's like you know i've always been a connor man i'm a christmas trees here and Jack is just like, whatever. My point is, why are you bringing your tree back to the lot? That's a big yeah, thing to you carry around. You put it in your car and all those needles are falling off. It <laughs> like, just seems like just a bad idea. Take send a, picture. Him a picture of right. it and say, hey, Jack. He's not going to put it back in the stock room. Like he's going to set it on fire. <laughs> right. <you've got laughs> That's all you can do. <laughs> put it in the wood chopper. Um, and then there's a scene where like in, in the inn that this happens in a lot, I, I think they're at some like family friends inn. one of the main trees is losing needles and there's these ornaments that are falling off. And she was like, maybe we should take these down so that they don't get damaged. And he said, no, I can't do that. They're heirlooms that go back a hundred years. And I was like, that's the exact reason you should take them down is so that they don't they're break. going to break. <laughs> I was like, that's the dumbest logic I've ever heard. She's not saying throw them away, Jack. She's saying light take them, them on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Down with the ornaments. This is going to be the new like here comes baby of this season. No, there's still here comes baby. I have I have 
ideas for the sequel for this one. And it is definitely you, me and the Christmas trees. Here comes baby. (laughs) You, me and the Christmas tree babies. You, me and the Christmas trees too, but spelled (laughs) T-O-O. I love the terrible titles that you have for these movies. I just want to give you like a little glimpse into my process. I just steal them from other movies, (laughs) other sequels to other movies. I know. What? Okay, I, I mentioned this in the summary a little bit, but one of my big snarks for this was we never get a satisfying answer for why the trees are dying. Right. And I mean, they're dying because they cut them, but why the, the needles are falling off and turning brown so quickly. We get a hilarious solution, which is basically like a sap Alka-Seltzer tablet yes. to put they in the tree like water. Actual Alka- and then there was a giant Alka-Seltzer <laughs> tablet at the end they were given to the big tree. <laughs> it looked like something you would buy at like a joke shop. Yeah, it, it was, was supposed so- to be an extended release tablet, so it was regularly releasing nutrients to the trees. But it was like a little bit comical how much <laughs> it was really just an Alka-Seltzer tablet. I would love to talk to a real person who knows things about trees to know how ridiculous this whole plot was. Yeah, if so, please message us if you are that person because I want to learn. If you are an more. arborist focusing on evergreen trees in the New England area, we would love to chat with you. <laughs> so I know you're out there, but it was just like it was just so silly. It, but anyway, I was really unhappy with the lack of resolution the, and that the villain was only a villain for the big tree. I wish it had been that he was polluting it because then I could have really been like, this is the worst farmer Mm -hmm. ever, you know? I just didn't get that. We didn't get that. We didn't, there's a couple things we didn't get. Like I wanted a secondary romance in this one. We didn't get that. Um, So, you know, whatever. It's fine. (laughs) It's fine. We have a bunch more to go to get Mm -hmm. those things. All right. So I have two more snarks, one big one and one little one. So the big one is at the end of the movie, this happens in all of the Hallmark movies or a lot of them. You you have this stranger coming into town. They've been accepted by the family and she is the person who is tapped to be the one who gets to turn the Christmas tree light on for the Christmas tree light. Now she did get it because she won, like they do a Yule log and whoever gets this thing out of the Yule log is the person who gets to do it. And they're like, and you can do it because you're basically already family. And I'm like, yes, you have been here for an hour and 45 minutes of this movie, which is most (laughs) of the movie, but you have been in this town for three days. Right. And I, my mom, I mean, it just seems like this big ceremonial thing. Like you're basically already family because you know, inevitably they're going to get married and have babies that's what we assume happens after the movie ends they're both tree lovers but it's a little bit like you just met this person like calm down just a little bit (laughs) well the mom was always rooting for them i mean like at the beginning of the movie she made up a reason to come over Mm -hmm. he jack is over there doing his books seeing how much money he's losing on his dead trees and he's got a pencil in his hand and he's like oh mom why are you here and she takes the pencil out of his hand and says I'm returning your pencil and then puts it back in his hand. <laughs> so she she was clearly team Olivia from the right. get-go. And I'm just like, but you don't even know this girl. Like, But she was giving you're advice. You're vibe, I guess, but, you know, get to know her before you decide that she's the one. Like, when the mom decided to give Danica advice about her mom, because Danica had some... Olivia, I'm sorry, I keep calling her Danica because she'll always be Danica. Olivia was in conflict with her parents because her parents are showy Christmas people. They don't do warm, heartfelt Christmas, which is what the Connors do. 
And she was just like, I wish my mom understood me. I'm always going to be a girl with trees and blah, 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 blah. And her, I love trees. <laughs> and her mom, uh, or Jack's mom said, well, your parents might not know. Have you ever told them they can't solve a problem that they don't know about? And that was transformational. Mm-hmm. That, that solved everything with Olivia's relationship with her mom. Right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, my last spark in the movie was related to the mom. So when they went out to dinner at the end of the movie. With Olivia's mom? Yeah, Olivia's mom. Sorry, not with a parent. (laughs) Um, So they went out to dinner and the mom is talking to Olivia and they have their conflicts or whatever. Um, And she is like, Olivia, you have a piece of tree in your hair. And I was just like, who (laughs) says it like that? You would just say you have something in your hair or there's like a leaf or you have a twig in your hair. But who says you have a piece of tree? It's like we're really having to whack people over the head like, Olivia likes trees. Well, and her y'all. response was, she's like, "You're right, Mom. I do. I, I always have trees in I'm my hair. I'm one with the trees. I hug them. <laughs> because I this climb movie. them. I put them in my alcoholic beverages. <laughs> I wear trees. them as decor in my hair. Because <laughs> this movie opened with a sequence of Olivia as a child running through the trees, getting messy, climbing them, and so she always has a bit of tree in she's her hair. The tree whisperer. <laughs> and with that, we conclude our snarks." to our final segments i'm so sorry we have to just pause here and talk about one of the biggest snarks of this movie what so olivia canceled her wedding six months ago and she forgot to cancel the mistletoe order and it arrived at her work right who sends their (laughs) wedding stuff to their place of employment and like also that's probably a big plot point to know if like she was in a relationship before well they actually because the relationship ended in the summer it wasn't a huge huge deal it sounds like the movie could have completely happened as it was without even mentioning that plot point but i did appreciate that the relationship ended in the summer instead of like two weeks before christmas and I understand that the reason they had to have those things delivered to her workplace is because they couldn't afford another set for her to have a house. So she lives at work. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. So our next segment is the title review. So in this segment, we have several segments that come at the end of our podcast. And we say, do we think this is the right title for this movie? And if not, what would we change it to be? So the title of the movie is You, You, Me, me, and the Christmas Trees. Trees. It's a throwaway title for me. I don't really, it doesn't tell me Most anything. Most Hallmark titles are throwaway titles. I mean, that's that's 100% fair. You can never tell what the movie's actually about from the titles of these movies. Yeah, and like, Olivia's character doesn't really like Christmas trees. She's like evergreens in their purest form. Um, I think we got to go back to what we were talking about earlier of like, this needs to be like lit Christmas or something. <gasps> Yes, Christmas <laughs> up in flames. <laughs> a flame in Christmas or something. Yeah. Christmas nutrient. <laughs> Alka Seltzer tablet Christmas. Down Root ball Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean my my title for this one, I yeah, I mean I think like what else are you gonna call this? I, I mean I don't like you, me and the Christmas trees because I am not in this movie. So that feels oh, like yeah, you're not, and I, nor am I. You aren't. I'm not. Me's, Me's not. not. So it's very confusing for me. <laughs> I kept waiting to see my appearance, and I was so never there. I wanted to just be called. Well, I wanted to be called the Tree Whisperer, but we're just going to call it the Christmas Tree Whispers or Whispers from a Christmas Tree. I mean, Christmas Tree Whisperer actually would have been a great title for this. Right. 
So you're right. Okay. You automatically win that one. Thank you. Christmas tree up in flames or root ball lit, Christmas. Christmas. Well, and that's only because that's the version of the movie that I would have written that didn't actually happen or it was like implied that this might happen, <laughs> but it didn't happen in the movie. So lit Christmas can't. So another segment for us, which is, uh, will this love last? Will this love last? I say, sure. Why not? They both, they're both huge tree lovers. Mm-hmm. She's an evergreen specialist. She's located close enough. I mean, they had a quick conversation about how they're going to make it work with like a two-hour mm-hmm. commute difference. But I think that they're going to make it. I, I believe in their chemistry. I believe their the moms was strong. will make it happen. Yeah. So they're both tree heads. They're into the trees. Tree heads. <laughs> so Sounds they can like just sit around and talk about trees. <laughs> She can climb them. She can love them. She can kiss them. They can bring them into the bed with them. So, Tara, what day of the year would you watch this movie? You, me, and the Christmas trees, I would watch on November 17th. That's a pretty good score for you because, like, mid November is when you're starting to get Christmassy. Right. So it's in that like week leading up to Thanksgiving. Maybe you're starting to kind of prep the house for the holidays. It's a little cold outside. You're thinking about like, oh, in like two or three weeks, I'm going to go buy my Christmas tree. I need to do some research on things that can kill it. I'm going to go with October 22nd, um, a Friday, because that's the day that we watched this movie. (laughs) And Ah. here's why. I think this is one of the best opening movies we've seen because it... It was Christmassy enough. I'm still in Halloween land and they pulled me into the Christmas. The chemistry worked. So I actually think it was a great opening movie for the Hallmark Christmas season. And I wouldn't change it. Well, there you have it. Austin Gold watching the movie on the day he actually watched it. Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk it? (laughs) All right. Overall sparks and snarks for this movie? Um, For me, I would say sparks. Sparks is like a three and Snarks is like a three. It's very yeah. middle of the road for I'm me. I'm going to go three and three, which is why this is a good solid opener. It's not something I want to watch super close to Christmas, but it was a good palate starter. Right. Is that a thing? Is a palate cleanser? Appetizer? Oh, a tapas? A- Christmas tapas? It's a cri- oh, Christmas tapas would be a great movie. <laughs> so, Next yeah. year. Next year, if anyone wants to write that movie, Julie. title's available. Julie, make that royalties. happen. Julie, hey, yeah, Julie. Yeah. yeah. So that wraps it up, our first episode of the season. Coming in strong. We yep. missed you all. Yeah, and we are quite tired, so it's time for us to go to bed. <sighs> we got more movies coming, 41 total movies. We will be probably bringing you a portion of those. A fraction, we'll, for sure. We will bring you the quality content you know and enjoy from us. But until then, I've been Tara. And I've been Austin. Merry Christmas. And happy holidays. Happy holidays.